Launched in 2014, again, talk push, helping people scale their recruitment, make their HR teams more efficient by using their chatbots to get the first couple conversations going with potential applicants. They're now at 35 people, remote team, have 30 customers paying on average three grand you know, or more per month. So doing about 100 grand right now per month in revenue. That's up from 40 grand per month just 12 months ago. Net negative revenue churn of 5%, super healthy. They're paying about 11 grand to acquire a customer with a six-month payback period, great economics. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Max Armbruster. He's the founder and CEO of a company called TalkPush, the leading messaging recruitment platform. He's a serial entrepreneur and has sold his last three companies, most recently a recruitment SaaS company. He has 17 years of international experience in the US, Europe, and Asia, and has held strategic roles at SAP, CNET Networks, and AT Kearney. Max, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely, to the top and beyond. Very good. I love it. All right, TalkPush, get us up to speed. What are you guys doing? How do you make money? Well, uh, we're a SaaS uh, provider, and uh, what we have is a recruitment software which is using messaging and chatbots to interact with candidates. Um, so imagine, you know, like a Slack for a Slack for recruitment. Uh, we're we're changing the recruitment software experience in the same way that Slack, you know, kind of changed uh, communication between companies. We're at, we're injecting messaging uh, between the candidates and the employer. Yeah, now look, a lot of candidates, when they come to an employer and they want to go, I mean, anything they use recruiting-wise is usually setting the first impression. So automating that is not an easy thing and potentially scary slash dangerous. I mean, how do you manage that? Well, um, the first thing is, you know, today, if you start from the starting point of today, the way people apply for for jobs is, you know, they, they go to a career website, they send in a resume. And then they don't hear back a lot of the time. So uh-huh. what we've built is an experience which is real time and where instead of sending a resume, what we're collecting from people is the data that the employers really want to know. Like, you know, who are you? Tell me about yourself and stuff like that. And I bet if you asked any recruiter, you know, <laughs> um, what would you rather have? You know, a resume or would you ra- rather be able to listen to five minutes of this candidate telling you about himself? Um, I think most people would choose the latter option. So, that's so audio, are there audio oh, files or like little voice recordings? Is that how it works? Yeah, we started the company. It was actually an IVR, so it was all voice. We would make phone calls and collect the voice for, for candidates. Um, and then two years ago, when Facebook opened its API for, for chatbots, we were one of the first recruitment chatbots to build on, on the, the Facebook Messenger platform. And what's great about these messaging apps like Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, Line Messenger, and all the other ones is that you don't just collect text. You've got, you've got text, audio, video, whatever you want. Um, so you can really, you know, you can get a real full picture for the candidate and listen to them. And, um, you know, um, and, and what's, you know, pictures what's worth your, a thousand words. Yeah, what's your pricing model? Is it success-based or is it a pure play flat rate SaaS model? It's a pure SaaS model. 
uh, we we invoice. I mean, our our price point. I know, like you like numbers. So our our revenue is about um, uh, we passed the hundred k mark oh, uh, revenue wise. Uh, what month was that? Monthly. Uh, just this month, okay. <laughs> and uh, and this is in we're recording uh, this in what is it May tenth, twenty eighteen. Yes, yeah, April, April. Let's say April, uh, April twenty eighteen. Yeah, um, and and our average selling price is between a thousand to three thousand. You know, it goes up to five six thousand a month. Okay. Uh, so so we're very focused on the enterprise segment. And how many customers and, right now? Uh, thirty plus okay, thirty thirty five. That's good. Well, I mean, you, you've got, I mean, if you take a hundred grand, right. Divided by 30, your ARPU is actually about 3,300 per month, right? That's right. That's right. And what are they paying um, for? Like, what's the difference between a thousand bucks a month and 10 grand a month? How do you, how do you drive expansion revenue? It's about volume. Uh, so because we, we create so much automation, you know, the problem is in a traditional SaaS, you sell per seat. And, uh, you know, like $100, $200 per seat. And, and we've experimented with those models a little bit. But the reality is one recruiter who works on our software is able to do five, ten times the volume that they usually were able to do. So, you know, we would be able to sell seats, but it wouldn't be too many seats. So instead, we're focused on the volume. Um, and, and so we look roughly at the number of candidates that are being interviewed by our platform. When I say interviewed is a candidate that went through the whole loop of, you know, answering questions from the chatbot and telling about who they are and, and so on. And, and so, you know, roughly, uh, we, our, our bots, uh, our bots, our software interviews, uh, more than between one and 3000 candidates every day currently, um, over a million last year. So, so yeah, so that's what they pay for. They pay for that for based on their volume and, and we're focused on the really high volume employers. And what's growth rate look like? So you're at past hundred grand today, taking it back a year. Where were you at? Um, I, we were, we were at 40 K. Uh, so yeah, so more than double. That's pretty good. Um, and bootstrapped or have you raised capital? I'd love to say uh, it's all bootstrap, but uh, no, <laughs> that was not the case. We, I, I had to raise $1.5 million. Why'd you have to raise that money? <laughs> well, uh, because I'm not an engineer and uh, I, gotta, you know, I had to build something. So I was the number one sales guy for a very long time. And obviously that's a great skill to have when you're launching a business, but, um, but I needed, uh, I needed a lot of, a lot of help on engineering. Uh, and it took me a long time to, to actually build the team that we have today. Um, it took me, you know, from the, from the moment I started to, which was what where, year, uh, like 2014, late 2014. Um, and, and before that I had already, you know, sort of worked on a prototype and it, it took me two years from that time to finding my head of engineering. It took me three years to find my head of customer success. Um, and you know, that's kind of a message I want to send out to all the entrepreneurs out there that, you know, recruitment is such a hard task and that, um, it's so critical and that you never know where you're, you, you know, the next Messiah is going to come, but you got to keep your, your eyes and ears open because there's somebody out there who's going to come and really help your business get to the next level. If you guys are like me, it was quite a shock to me when I was building my first company, Heyo, and we reached like 10, 11, 12 people. And all of a sudden I'm going, wait, why am I getting notices from all these states? And that's because I had to file payroll and stuff in these states as we started hiring people from remote locations. It was the biggest pain in the, in the butt. I hated the paperwork. I hated the payroll. And so now today when I'm launching new companies, hiring new remote employees, I use a company called Gusto. It's very simple. Payroll benefits and HR for modern small businesses. 
What I like most, and I've timed this, it takes about seven minutes on average for my folks to run payroll. It's got fast, easy to run payroll, including W-2s and 1099s. I love that they have health benefits and 401ks all built in for nearly any budget. So you kind of just pick what you want. And they've got expert HR support just to call away so you don't have to hire you know, HR people in-house. But most importantly, it frees up my time. So I can go back to my Monday.com Kanban board, you know, plan the next sprint, you know, put the next spec out on the line and talk to three more customers. So if you want more effective payroll, you know, a lot of people change payroll providers at the end of the year. Now is really the best time to switch. So listeners of the podcast, you can go to NathanLacka.com forward slash Gusto to try a demo and test it out. Again, that's NathanLacka.com forward slash Gusto, and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. All right, I'll see you there. Max, there's a lot of people like you, great business people, great sales people, but they get stuck at the beginning because exactly what you said, they, they don't know how to hire or find or get to the right engineer and much less figure out how to pay that engineer because you haven't, you know, you're just starting. So your first, you said it took three years to get your head of engineering. What were you selling before that? Did you have a product? Yeah, we, we had a product. Um, initially, it was a prototype that uh, we had built with, you know, I, I initially hired some freelancers, then I had one engineer, two engineers. We had some turnover. Um, and then, you know, two years in, yeah, I found um, I found Roma, our head of engineering. And, you know, it's been uh, it's been pure bliss ever since. That is a I have to tell you, nobody likes to talk about it, but that is typically what happens. It's like a freelancer from top tal. You spend five grand to build an MVP. Uh, you close three customers, they break the MVP. Then you have to go, you know, you go to your local college, you hire two cheap interns who, you know, you think you can get by on, you realize they're not good enough. And then, you know, two years in, you have more sales and you can afford an engineer and maybe raise some capital. So true. So true. And, <laughs> and, the, and the miracle thing about this whole thing is that the guy found me, you know, even though I'm, I'm supposed to be the expert in recruitment, um, the guy found me. So how do you find you? Know, you? I, uh, I th- I think it was on angel.co. There's, there's a lot of great talent there. That's interesting. Angel.co. Very good. And what's team size today? Um, 35 people. Okay. Where, and where's home? Where's home base? Well, uh, we're, we're a very distributed uh, team. So we've got four offices already. Uh, one in Manila, one in Delhi, one in Mexico, one in San Jose, Costa Rica, and then San Francisco. Um, so where we have the most headcounts is in Asia today. Um, and, and our, our Latin America office is growing rapidly as well. So, I mean, home base for me is an airport lounge. <laughs> tell me about last few economics questions here before we wrap up with the famous five. Uh, tell me about your churn. Churn, uh, negative revenue churn, five, ten percent. So we're growing our, our accounts and, uh, yeah, I regret we lost one or two logos last year. So, you know, when you say uh, negative 5% revenue churn, you mean it's net negative revenue churn and it's the net negative is negative 5%. I mean, neg- yeah, there's double negative. I don't know. We're growing. We're growing our install base. Um, so revenue is growing five, ten percent, just keeping the existing with the existing customers. Okay, and then what's what's revenue churn? What revenue do you lose? Uh, well, uh, I'm I'm giving you the uh, the, the sum. Net? So, okay, you're gonna yeah, be the I'm net. giving you the net. Got yes. it, got it, got it. So you might you might expand ten percent, lose five percent, so your net is positive five percent. In terms of revenue That's retention, right. okay, good. That's right. That's healthy. And um, and what are you spending to acquire these customers? 
Well, uh, we're, you know, for initially it was me doing sales. Uh, and now we've got a team of six people, uh, six, seven people that we've recently onboarded. Uh, so, so that's mostly the, the model, you know, with enterprise, when people are spending 10, $30,000 a year, they want to be able to meet someone, shake their hands and, you know, uh, do the deal. So, so we're, we're, we're building our sales team. And what's the fully weighted CAC? I mean, would you say it's like, you know, you know, 10, 10 grand, 30 grand, 10, 20 grand. I, I, I know you love numbers. So I got them right here. Uh, 11,000, um, yeah, 11,000 CAC and an LTV of around 62 right now. That's great. Uh, How do you calculate that LTV? Oh, um, I asked my finance manager. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we, we did a, I, I don't have the maths in front of me, but it's, okay. uh, yeah, it's a discounted uh, model. And, and you're about to say payback period before I cut you off. Yeah, six months. Six, okay, that's, that's really healthy. Um, where are you spent, this money that you're spending to acquire the customers, the 11 grand, is that mainly commissions and things on your sales team? Or are you doing any direct paid stuff for leads on Facebook, Google, et cetera? Uh, no paid stuff uh, so far. Um, it's, you know, I, I'm going against the model, which is saying you build marketing before sales. And in fact, I'm going reverse. I'm doing customer, I build customer success team first, then now I'm building the sales team. And then when I've got that, you know, perfectly ironed out, I'll, I'll work on building the marketing machine. I like it. Hey, it seems to be working for you. Last question, Glassdoor, 1.2 billion. Is that overpriced? No. Wow. Uh, it's such a great asset. I mean, it's it's the one sort of marketplace that figured out how to get people to come back to it all the time. So I think I think it's a wonderful asset. Um, I'm so a little you bit, you know, pay that same price. You think that's a fair price? Oh, yeah. If I had one point two billion, I don't know what I'd do with it. But yeah, I think I'd, <laughs> maybe I'd do that. I don't know. I don't know where the revenue is. Do you know? I don't No. So well, I, I don't know. I should uh, consult we'll we'll the CEO on. The consolidation of this uh, of this job board industry is is a little bit scary for employers though because you know they really only have like a handful of people to choose from these days. So, um, you know, the employers they have to advertise either with you know Google or Indeed or, um, or or LinkedIn, and there's basically only three or four vendors now that cover the whole market. So, um, it's a little bit scary for them, and I guess it's it's a simplified sort of landscape. Um, and, and for now companies like Glassdoor will continue to operate independently, but they have less choice. So it's a little scary. All right. Last few questions here. One word answers. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, favorite business book. Uh, I love the, the most human human by Brian Christian. And, um, I'll give you another one, which is on my desk right now. High output management by Andy Grove. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? I love uh, reading Joel Gascoigne from Buffer, um, and um, I love uh, you know someone who was on your show, Laura uh, Roder from Meet Edgar. Um, two people I I follow. Yep, they're good. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business besides your own? Yeah, uh, we we were addicted and still are to WhatsApp uh, for desktop. It, it does everything that Slack does, but for free, uh, and, and it's got a small edge over Slack, which is you can send audio notes to your, your people. So That's you can huge. send it all. So yeah. much easier. And, and people, you know, when you, when you send a voice, people can feel personality, they can feel empathy, they can feel that you're, they can feel things. So, uh, so that's a huge advantage. And we, we love WhatsApp for desktop. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Um, so I used to be on five. I, I think now I'm, I'm on six because the business is doing better. That's good. And what's your situation? <laughs> Married, single, have kids? Um, married uh, with Labrador. Labrador, no kiddos yet. And how old are you? <laughs> 
40 years old. All right, Max, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? You know, I wish I could tell me back then to learn how to code so I could, <laughs> I could get that, the, the initial product out a little faster in the initial days of TalkPush. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Launched in 2014, again, TalkPush, helping people scale their recruitment, make their HR teams more efficient by using their chatbots to get the first couple conversations going with potential applicants. They're now at 35 people, remote team, have 30 customers paying on average three grand you know, or more per month, so doing about hundred grand right now per month in revenue. That's up from 40 grand per month, just 12 months ago, net negative revenue churn of 5%, super healthy. They're paying about 11 grand to acquire a customer with a six month payback period. Great economics, Max, good luck. We're rooting for you. And thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.